You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Station. Station. Morning, everybody. Welcome aboard to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this uh, Sunday, October 2nd of 2002. From the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, gleaming high and in, into the sunshine. It's not. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop showing me. You, you sent me a picture of the tower gleaming in the sun, and now you're telling me it's raining. Anyways, welcome aboard the incomparable, the one and only. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, we trust you've all had a fine and fantastic week. Our thoughts and go out to the to my uh, former fellow citizens down there in the Sunshine State. Uh, Y'all have taken a beat and a real, real beating. <clears throat> and here's hoping that your governor uh, puts politics aside and does everything he needs to do. To get you all the help that you need, we uh, we are sitting here in New York. We've had some cool weather, rain. We're gonna get a little, a little, uh, a little bit of what's left of Ian. Not, clearly, nothing like the folks down in South Florida have. Uh, I've been through a number of hurricanes. Uh, nothing, nothing like the devastation we saw. Andrew was bad. This was this was just unbelievably. Uh, Oh, it just breaks my heart. Anyway, good morning, Mr. Shannon. How are you today? Well, just uh, as good as can be expected as I'm uh, sitting here with you while I got one eye with the corner of my eye Mm -hmm. watching the television set as uh, my uh, beloved Minnesota Vikings Mm -hmm. are playing a little morning football. Of course, it's... It should be pointed out it's 2.30 in the afternoon that here is, in London. That is correct. Hopefully we'll get a live update from our uh, London correspondent, Tom Shaw. That would be nice. Uh, he's at the game. He's at the game. That's why I, I mentioned it. So I ho- think we've got better things to do than a drop I don't disagree. By the way, uh, this just in from London, the Queen is still dead and still no suspects. So... Uh, <laughs> 
Yes, uh, I'm. I have the game on out of the corner of my eye. I haven't muted. I don't care. We're going to talk more about football in hour number two. Uh, I was hoping to come on today, crowing about my Dolphins uh, having won two games since the last time we were here. Sadly, that's not the case. But we will get to all that. But first, John, what is it we need to do? Well, we need to suck it up and. And now I haven't seen the numbers, haven't seen the numbers, but I guarantee you that I know, absolutely know what we're going to see as far as the stock report. Let's get her going. This is as obvious as the nose on my face. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by the nose on John Shannon's face. Uber closed the week at $26.50, down $2.32. Lyft closed the week at $13.70, down $0.82. Tesla finally closed the week at $265.25, down $10.08. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. <sighs> well, let's let's face it. It's it's they're just riding the wave of the market right now. I mean, they're never going to be up to full value again. They never they're were. Right. Well, but they're just gonna they're gonna be riding the wave of the market now. They're not going. It's their stocks. Trends. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uber and Lyft. Their stocks from the second from the nanosecond. They came on the market. They went down. They've never. They went boom right down, and uh, I can I can hear somebody breathing heavily beneath me, John. I, I was gonna say, speaking of going down. Hey. <laughs> speaking of going down in the Charlie Weaver uh, uh, square, if you will, it is our friend, the one and only Bill Fancher. Welcome aboard once again, sir. Hola, como esta? Esta bien, y tu? Mm, si. Welcome to Taxi Stand Hour on Telemundo. Don't yeah, exactly. Don't destroy Iman. Iman, Iman. My sabatos es azur. Well, then you should do something about that. My sabatos. My sabatos. My shoes. His shoes. Por favor, dame un frío cerveza. Andre, Andre. That one he knows. That one yes, he knows. you got to know the difference between... Anybody? Cerveza? Yeah, you can't go wrong with cerveza. <laughs> Donde el baño? Está aquí. I drink <laughs> enough of these, I will. <laughs> and so concludes Professor Ed's Spanish lesson for today. Languages from around the world. And that's pretty much... And forever. All, and forever. That's, that's the premiere and the final episode of... Oh, by the way, John, do you have a calendar available? Do I have a calendar available? Yeah. Not at my very... Uh, not I at my that, very... that, that I'm, I'm guessing, was apparent since you said it was October 2nd, 2002. Did I really? Did he say did that? I... Yes, he did. I missed it. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> I missed back it. back in time 20 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Where's, where's the hair I had then? <laughs> really... Yeah, no kidding. In 2002, right? I was half the man I am today with twice the hair. Okay, let me let me correct it to make all you everybody oh, happy. Here. It is way too late to make me it, happy. It is, 
this they, is very they, they've tried well, medication. Left the building. Yeah, yeah, that's so. Uh, October second, twenty twenty two. Once again, welcome aboard. Are you all somewhat happy now? No, no, I'm not close to being happy. Nah. I'm sitting here with two other fat guys. Trust me, I'm not close to being happy. Yeah, that's how you make yourself, how you make yourself look skinny. Hang out with fat people. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Mr. Fancher, how was your week? Uh, about as weekly as any other week. And uh, you have something big coming up. Uh, is it this Monday? Is it tomorrow? Yes, sir. Tomorrow. What, what's happening tomorrow, sir? They're going to saw my knee off and put a new one on. <laughs> no. Are they going to saw the whole thing off? Are you going to nah, hold? They, they, they don't do it like that anymore. They just uh, they'll, they'll put a. You know, they'll go in and clean it up, and then they put the metallic prosthesis in, and and I don't want to get too technical, so there you go. And so it's not going to be a whole bionic man thing? No, they don't. Like I said, they don't do it like that anymore. They And uh, my doctor said, I don't know why we ever did it like that in the first place. So, what do you yeah. mean, cut, cutting off the leg? and? Oh, no, they would go in and cut off a portion of the tibia and a portion below the knee and the fibula. And just put the prosthesis in, just drill it in. Oh, little duct, and, little duct know, tape, so and was... you're good, and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's a little gorilla glue, and you're yeah, good. Hey. That, sounds, that sounds like a recipe for failure to begin with. Yeah, no kidding, and I used to see quite a few of those being done when I was in when I was doing X-ray. You had to be in the surgical suite, and <laughs> my bad knees, and you hear that saw go, <laughs> and then it would hit. And I'd almost pass out. Now don't well, knock don't knock the gorilla glue because that's what they used on me, this whatever surgical glue. When they closed it's me up closer than you think. I, I don't I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But I don't have you know, from from my heart surgery, the zipper that people used to have because they used to be closed cool. with stitches. Right. And uh I mean they might have used a couple of stitches, but basically they told me I was closed up, at least the outside, with surgical glue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there, that's something nobody asks for today now. Now, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about my knee reconstructive surgery that I had, where they basically attached a new uh, ligament to my uh, uh, to the bones in my leg, as a matter of fact. And I'm thinking, anytime you're you're using bones to brace something to hold something and bones deteriorate as the as time moves on yeah they do that's why now this wonderful knee surgery that i had is starting to feel like it's starting to come apart to tell you the truth but well uh, here's the here's the key thing you probably did not use a ligament from your body they probably used a cadaver ligament they 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 grafted a uh, okay so you did choose to go that route okay Uh uh-huh so, all right, and enough enough of the whole medical. <laughs> and that concludes here. our Please. segment with Doctor Bill. Thank you. Uh, are you well, gonna... at least Bill, at least Bill has some some medical. <laughs> Thank he has Thank a very you. he has a very very tenuous connection to the medical field. I wouldn't call it tenuous. Well, I would, and I did. More more ancillary. Oh, that's no, 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 no. No, no, I use tenuous. You can't use another big word. I'm sorry. You got to hold that for next week. It's uh, 
Lord. All, All right. right. Let's, let's for at least a little bit here, let's talk about, uh, about Hurricane Ian here and uh, the devastation that uh, people in uh, South Florida, Southwest Florida, especially went through uh, with that. Again, our, our thoughts are, are definitely. John, with those before you continue here. on, do you have the game on in the background? I do. Could you lower Turn the volume? Down. Not from here, I can't. Well. Throw a shoe at Laurie and tell her to turn it down. Uh, yeah. She's still in bed. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> well, 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 we'll power through it at the next video. You can do it. It's We can hear it. Oh, okay. But, uh, so anyways, uh, talking about Hurricane Ian, of course, now, this, uh, this particular hurricane came ashore kind of in the same it took about the same path that a, a hurricane that I'm familiar with hurricane charlie mm-hmm. uh, took came up through uh, fort myers beach area oh my god i can't believe the way uh, uh what happened down there to uh, uh, uh excuse me to- excuse me uh and the causeways you can't even get a no, some of them, some of them are just obliterated. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I will, I will say this, as someone who uh, just barely was missed by. I mean, we got slapped around by Hurricane Andrew, but where I was living, we didn't get the brunt of it. Uh, as someone who took a direct hit on Hurricane Wilma, uh, yes, I was without water for three days. I was without power for six but wasn't that bad not i still had my you know my home we still had infrastructure even though even this is what people don't realize this is what the storm surge does i'll give you the example with hurricane wilma it came from from the west and by the time it got over to broward county it wasn't pushing any more water I mean, don't don't misunderstand me. We we had a lo- we had some localized flooding, but clearly nothing. But this is the danger. It's not so much the wind. The buildings can sustain the winds if you've taken the proper precautions as far as your windows go. And tape does not do you a bit of good. The only thing putting <laughs> tape on your windows does it means later on you're gonna have to scrape it all off after the sun bakes it in but uh if you've taken the proper precautions i used to tell people that had just moved into south florida we'd we'd get into the hurricane conversation and i would tell them all the same thing look once hurricane season hits do what the authorities say every supermarket has a pamphlet for you every tv station has it on their website every radio station it's a you can you know be prepared you have to be prepared for three days of no assistance and no way to get anywhere. I'm not holding these folks responsible. You know, look, they got beat up. They got storm surge. That was ridiculous. And again, it goes back to, well, I'm not going to leave. It's never happened before. Yeah, it never happened before, but it doesn't mean it won't happen again. When the last storm I was involved with, Hurricane Irma, <clears throat> Excuse me. 
at that point, I didn't own anything except my car. And that's when I had just moved in with uh, my king. Uh, we, uh, you know, and we took that great trip that uh, <laughs> we, we just, but I ran from the storm because I finally had the opportunity to run from the storm. Uh, and I, I would... I would recommend that to everybody. If you can get out, get out. Because with Irma, <clears throat> excuse me, at that point, at the point we left, it looked like it was coming straight up the spine of the state. It was going to hit everybody. It eventually wiggled a little bit. But I just ran for the hills. Uh, literally, I was looking for higher ground. And... Uh-huh. uh I mean, some people can't make that kind of decision. You know, I got to spend five days with Mike King, which I'll never forget. As hard as I try, I'll never forget it. <laughs> Side note, we actually did, I, I did the show from the road. Uh, from, uh, I don't know what show number. We, we, well, that's when we were doing a Saturday show. And Mike and I have been... Up all night. We drove all day. We didn't take the main highways on Friday. We we uh, we got a little bit of sleep because you couldn't get a hotel. You couldn't find a place to eat. Fortunately, I brought food, um, and we got to going on Friday. I'm sorry, on Saturday, and uh, I actually you had Christine on that day, Christine Hubbard. Right. I think that might have been the first time she was on the show might have been yeah and i didn't participate because our connection was questionable at best but anyway i'm babbling on here uh it's the the thing is it's the storm surge it's the water this was unbelievable to see water up to the third floor of a building and Uh, all that they really were suggesting was to get for people to get at least 20 miles inland yeah away from the coast and now there are going to be people that are going to hindsight this to death. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. Unfortunately, right at this particular moment, I'm going to be one of them. Um, don't you think that there should be a little bit more infrastructure in place to be able to move those people who can't have no transportation have no uh, no means to be able to get themselves short of walking 20 miles inland. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bernie uh, Sanders. Uh, John, I, I see where you're going with this. And just a few days ago, just before the storm hit, <clears throat> they were showing somewhere on the west coast of Florida, buses lined up and nobody using them to get people. The same thing in New Orleans. They had them all lined up and nobody went on them. Nobody went on them. You can't force people. You can't force people. I remember one storm that wound up not hitting us. We we got uh, two drops of rain and a puff of wind, but and it's become a thing. You would you know the local TV stations would go down to the beach. There's always the knuckleheads you know out there surfing and whatnot, and the police you know they can't. What they were requesting them to do was. Write your social security number and your name or whatnot on your arm. <laughs> on your arm. No, they were doing this. This way, mm-hmm. when we find your body, we know who you are. You know, exactly. And, and that's about all you can do at that point. 
is give us some way to identify you. If I'll never forget Hurricane Katrina. There was a woman in New Orleans or somewhere on the Gulf Coast. And she had been through uh, Dorothy or whatever, one of these storms from the 60s. And she said, well, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay. I survived Betty or whatever. Again, whatever the storm was. Because she wouldn't leave, her daughter wouldn't leave. And, of course, because she wasn't leaving, the granddaughter wasn't leaving. So the, th- so the three of them, after the storm, she, they were interviewing her, and she was in tears. She said, I will never do that again. I don't know what I was thinking. I endangered my life, my daughter's life, my granddaughter's life. You know, people have to get it out of their head that this is some government plot when they say it's time to evacuate. Yes. Nobody's going to come in and raid your home. Nobody's out to get you. They're looking to save you. Uh, Well, so you're telling me that everybody that wanted to leave, to get out of there. Left. Yeah. Absolutely. Then I will. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I, then I understand that part. The well, infrastructure, that- the, John, j- j- just to finish, the infrastructure is in place to use where you were going with that. The infrastructure is in place. There are plans upon plans upon plans. You know, with the technology we have today, we have a good solid couple of days notice where we can get people to safer places. Well, then in that case, then that turns, that, that turns the narrative around a little bit for me. That if you have the opportunity to leave and you didn't, then I look at you as a, the same way I look at these people that uh, refuse to get vaccinated. You're a dumbass. Well, I don't want to go that far, but I will say this. You've got people that have pets, have had these pets a long time, and a shelter may or may not take the pets. You have people that are in such bad physical shape it's really difficult for them to be moved. Not that it can't be done, okay? Some people, again, are banking on the fact that I've lived 60-something years in this house, and it's I've never had a problem. Not going to make another 60. The lights go out, but other than that, I, I've never had a problem. Uh, again, seeing these pictures, and they come out, they look around the neighborhood, if their house has survived. And remember, a lot of, a lot of the homes... They get devastated are the older ones before the real building codes were put in. You know, mm-hmm. the little the little uh, sea shacks that were put up along the beach, you know, a thousand years ago. And your grandparents bought it in, in the 50s or 60s for almost nothing. Now the, the land is worth millions of dollars. But uh, yeah. there, are, there are stricter building codes. Uh, Miami-Dade County has the strictest in the land. And as well, well it should well especially after hurricane andrew they got they they came down they weren't that strict then they are now they are now you can't you can't put up a doghouse without it meeting all the criteria and uh just to flash back to that in the areas that got really hit in andrew they were finding out later on in some of these housing developments that were put up, these gated communities, there were there were places where they were only putting nails in every other beam, you know, just skipping on nails. That kind of you know that because every other house would have a roof off. They were all built the same way, but to save a couple of pennies, back in the day. So, uh, 
you know, there's there's it's, a painfully obvious though that that uh, these uh, these buildings in Florida are a lot of them are substandard to begin with. I mean, look at look at that that collapse, that building collapse. I forget where Miami Beach, Miami, yeah. Beach. Miami Beach. You know, you have to build these buildings to not only withstand a potential hurricane, but you have to understand that living in uh, living in those uh, that particular environment uh, where you have the air is basically uh, it, the humid air has that that salt that corrosion value to it as well. We're like fish; we breathe water. Yeah, I'm beginning to believe it too. <laughs> you've you've also got to remember that the uh, boy, we're gonna get you Bill a mute button. Uh, yeah, thank you. But you've also got to remember what most of these buildings are built on is the same water and sand mixture you used to play in on the beach as a kid. Yeah. You know, uh, there are no basements in Florida's kid, kids and kittens. Florida's. And, I didn't realize there were two of them. Um, but there's no basements in residential because of where the water level. Yeah, we're like six and a half inches above sea level if we're lucky. And uh, yes, when they put up these higher buildings, blah blah blah, bit better foundation. But there's a whole stretch of buildings in Fort Lauderdale, the Gulf Ocean Mile. And it's not the only place that has something like this. But I firmly believe the only reason, and they all face the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful. All about 25, 30 stories tall. There's literally a mile of them. The only reason Wilma didn't take them down is because Wilma came from the west instead of coming from the ocean. If it had come from the ocean, it would have pushed probably 20 feet of water. And at least, I, I guesstimate two of those buildings would have come down just because the water would go down into the parking garages and would have just eating it up, but that's just me. What do I know? I'm not a building engineer by trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. All right. Shall we roll on here? Uh, I don't gentlemen? know. I, I don't know. Am I done? I don't think I am. Should you I be done? roll the fat man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, we did have some other things happening this week. Uh, including down in the great state of Texas where uh, it looks like they o- they're only going to have one debate there between Beto and uh, Abbott, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Bill? That's all Abbott would agree to. Hey, Abbott! And he did not want any people in the audience for I the debate. Say, yeah, it was, it was uh, done in an empty uh, auditorium. Mm-hmm. So he could prevent booing. So, but... So Beto was nice enough to release a uh, release a little bit of um, a uh, clip of the video or a clip of the um, debate. Uh, yeah, I'll thing. see what you got to say, and then I got something to really say on that. All right, so let's uh, let's go with this real quick, and then yeah, we'll get then that'll give me a chance to turn the volume down on the game, dude. So. <laughs> what do, what do you know? How about that? All right, here's uh, here's Beto in his uh, debate. Important position 
of public trust. He signed the most extreme abortion ban in America. No exception for rape, no exception for incest. It begins at conception. This is an attack on women, and it's taking place in a state that is at the epicenter of a maternal mortality crisis. This comment he made about eliminating rape in the state of Texas. More women have been raped in the state of Texas than any other state. I will fight to make sure that every woman makes her own decisions about her own body, her own future, and her own health care. I want you to speak to parents of victims and really all parents statewide worried about their children's safety at school. I want every parent out there to know that the lives of your children are more important to me than the NRA or any special interest or any other political consideration. Raising the minimum age of purchase to 21, we can get that done. A red flag law, we'll get that done. Universal background checks, we will get that done. After all of these mass shootings, this governor has done nothing except make it easier for people who should not have a firearm to carry them publicly, and this is what we get as a result. All we need is action, and the only person standing in our way is the governor of the state of Texas. Got to talk about education tonight. And I want every educator out there to know that I've got your back. I will treat you with the dignity and respect that you have earned and that you deserve. You sacrifice and give so much to our kids and to this state. We need to make sure we're holding up our end of the bargain. As governor, I will. Governor Abbott's grid failure is part of a pattern over these last eight years. Warned about school violence and gun violence does nothing. Um, warned about problems within child protective services does nothing and it gets worse warned before February 2021 that we had problems in the grid he did nothing 700 of our fellow Texans lost their lives because of his incompetence and the kicker is the grid is still not fixed and when you look at our higher energy bills our higher property taxes 20 billion more under Greg Abbott you see that he's the largest driver of inflation in the state of Texas right now ask the people who are paying it the buck stops on your desk <sighs> Okay, can I jump in to start with? By all means, Bill. By all means. Okay, I watched the whole debate Friday night. I was hoping you had. And, yeah, and he pretty much, you know, put Abbott's feet to the fire. And which is pretty uh, simple, don't first, you? Pretty simple, don't you hey, think? Well, I mean, I mean, well, the guy's yeah, in a wheelchair. Well, was. However, uh, the Abbott's response was Joe Biden. In the first 15 minutes of the debate, he mentioned Joe Biden seven times. Joe Biden ain't got diddly squat to do with what's going on in the state of Texas. Yeah, Joe Biden. The reason, Go ahead. Yeah, I'm the reason that our, our, our property taxes are so high is because, oh, and he made it relatively clear, Abbott did, that uh, we have the number one uh, business and all this the reason for that is because they allow these companies to come in. They give them tax breaks on, on everything that they can do, which turns it back to us to pay the property taxes. And then people are bitching about property taxes. We've got a $27 billion fund, slush fund, I want to call it, that from all of this, this the money that's coming in, and he's doing nothing with it. His answer, once again, to the, the uh, shootings, more mental health. That doesn't, that, that's not the answer. How difficult is it, and he got into this with Abbott, how difficult is it to raise the age to buy these weapons from 18 to 21? How difficult is that? But Abbott said, oh, you know, you got to go through the legislature, and that law can be appealed, and back and forth and back and forth. And apparently the law was passed in Florida a few years back about raising uh, the age to 21. 
and it it was it was pretty amazing how he he he, he took him to task. I love the fact that 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 Abbott says he's going to eliminate rape in the state of Texas. God bless you. I want to see how you do that. Yeah, I remember when meantime, he. I, I'm going to just stop you right there for a second, Bill, and I'll let you keep going. I remember when he when he said that. I was like, yeah, huh? I fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. I thought, if you can do that, by God, we ought to vote for you for president. For king. Yeah, exactly. You you be my and, king. And, and, you know, it's been eight years of the same, and I'm sorry, same shit. <gasps> over and over and over. And he does nothing about it. Oh, the grid is better. Well, okay, I'll give you some credit, because when it was like 75,000 degrees down here this past summer, <laughs> the grid held up. But it okay. held up by a pubic hair. That's that, the best way to put it. That's what I understand. It was holding on, but just barely. Just they were still asking people, "Oh, change, you know, turn your thermostats up and do this and do that and everything else." And I'll give you an example. My highest electric bill. I have a two bed two bedroom house, and my highest electric bill before all of that was probably about one hundred seventy five, hundred eighty during the summer. Right. My last electric bill was three hundred and thirty five dollars. Jeez. Now, you explain to me how in the hell that happened because they're paying back all these people from that storm back a year ago that you know all the companies have threw in this and threw in that got to pay them back somehow mm. i so it's, it's not what you think look i i Again, you're you're obviously a whole lot more in tune with Texas politics and certainly the governor's race. Uh, and look, I, I'm no fan of Abbott. Again, when whenever it was a year or two ago that he came up with this, oh, we're, we're going to eliminate rape in the state of Texas. Really? You're going to have somebody watching every Texan? I mean, that's what you're saying. You're going to be Pretty watching much. every, and you're going to stop it before it happens. It's not like you're not even saying we'll be right there to catch the guy. Oh, no, no, it ain't going to happen. This is that Tom Cruise movie again, whatever it was, you know, where they predict crime. And he even got it better that they were going to save money in the state of Texas on rape kits. There's. 1600 rape kits that are sitting at the DPS office that aren't being used. It's because the women don't want to go through the hassle of reporting this in the state of Texas because you treat them like it's Iran and, you know, right. we're going to cut your hand off because you didn't fight back. Uh, right. But we're going to save money by eliminating the rape kits. I, uh, what's the, do those rape kits expire after five years or they expire like Twinkies? Yeah. So, what's the deal with rape kids? If you have a few extra hundred laying around, all I, the, I, you know, all that's the, another thing of saying that, well, you know, we're out on the battlefield. We'll save money by eliminating, you know, hand grenades. Right. Well, here's, here's the problem as it is with most things. Uh, it's men making these decisions. Well, you're not too far off the truth on that. That's the problem. Uh, I came across, I, I was waiting for a good spot to use this. It's not only on point, but it's funny as hell. Uh, this tweet I came across the other day from Tweety at DAK7560. Only a woman who has delivered a baby without an epidural can truly understand the pain a man goes through when he has a cold. 
<laughs> Boy, ain't that the truth? I I sent that to my ex, and uh, <laughs> she uh, she uh, I put it this way: she wholeheartedly agreed with it. In uh, well, in, mean, a, in a matter, I haven't seen her that happy since she first met me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, she got over it. Or, she, or the last time she saw you. Well, yeah. that yeah, that was a pretty good day for her too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll not talk about exes with Johnny, so we'll we'll move on from that. We will. Well, this wasn't about that. But anyway, yeah. So I, you know, I've made it clear here over and over and over again. Uh, we we the non-uteral people of the planet should just shut the f up. Absolutely. We're here as support. You support the women in your life. If they want you to help them make a decision, well, that's that's up to them. But Oh, that was the other thing Abbott brought up. Oh, God, because you're talking about the abortion thing. He accused Beto of saying abortions up to the time that the baby is born. That thing again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, you can get an abortion two days before the baby is born. No, that's called a C-section. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he went on, and, and, and Beto didn't play into it. He said that I I agree with Roe v. Wade. Whatever standards were set forth by Roe v. Wade, which was the law of the land, mm-hmm. is what I agree with. And I think Roe v. Wade said that basically there were no abortions allowed in the third trimester. Okay, which I makes don't. Perfect sense. It does make perfect sense. I mean, again, we're not medical professionals. We're not women. Truthfully. The three of us have zero. Okay, I okay. Bill is waving his hand. For those of you on the radio, Bill is waving his hand to say, "Well, I'm a medical professional." Bill, I don't want to. I don't want to downplay no, what what I, you did no, for a I living. Understand. What did you just say? But we are not in that. Understand, we're voicing opinions right now that mean jack squat. Means jack squat in the bigger in terms of. Who she, this whole abortion issue, okay? I don't have my uterus. I know for a fact John doesn't. He's got, he keeps it in a bag behind the Beto side. And uh, God only knows what you got, Bill. But I got a half dozen in the closet. Because <laughs> <Well, that's, laughs> you, you, know, <laughs> you can never have enough. You can never no, have exactly. enough. But, but, go ahead, John. Oh, is this? It's going to say in Texas it isn't the only place where where this is a problem. I mean, it comes back to a story uh, from Ohio where two more pregnant minors who were raped were denied abortions in that particular state. Uh, this is, and they are pursuing. Not only is it illegal, and they're for, they're stopping these minors from getting the uh, abortions. They are prosecuting and going after people who uh, are trying to help. Uh, I believe the last time it was in Indiana where they were trying, where they were tr- making efforts to bring uh, bring these girls over to uh, Indiana from Ohio. So mm-hmm. this wasn't the first instance. Uh, we're surrounded. We're kind of in an island here in Minnesota. Uh, every state, uh, every state around minnesota has a restrictive abortion uh, p- uh policy or law or whatever whereas people are coming 
to Minnesota. And Minnesota has, uh, Walls has made it uh, perfectly clear that Minnesota is a safe haven for uh, women who are seeking an abortion. So, and, you know, that's, that's well, great. I, what it, if we you don't mind, to... I'll, I'll put this on a smaller scale, uh, which shows, you know, kind of the same, th- same thing here. People here in Wichita Falls, a smaller community, 103,000 people, and we're only about two hours from Dallas, Fort Worth. And so many people here in town will get their opinion from a doctor here in town and then go have whatever procedure they have to have done, go down to Dallas, Fort Worth, have it done. So you're seeing the same thing happen there in uh, North Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, you know, get your opinion and screw it. I'm going to Minnesota to get it done. Hmm. Well, as far as you uh, going back to briefly what you just said, Bill, about being on a smaller scale, none of us will ever be on a smaller scale. This is true. Sorry. Boy, I left that one wide open. Yeah, okay. yeah you didn't. I, I just, I Throw bit my tongue. That one. I you bit just, my tongue. <laughs> I waited. Well, I waited. You guys were poking the bear about uh, about uh, uh, people that are uh, going through divorces. Who? Uh, <laughs> who poked what bear? Who poked what guess, bear? Guess who else? Guess who else is... Uh, uh, splitting off a marriage after after twenty seven oh, years. Oh, John, this is good for you. This is good news for John. This don't this don't mean diddly squat for me. John's girlfriend, uh, Marjorie Trailer Park Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, twenty seven years uh, divorcing, or I should say, her former husband. Or I, I don't know if they've got actually gotten the divorce yet. Or not, gave twenty seven years. Well. Apparently, she's been having affairs for you don't quite say. A, uh, Who quite a, in the world would want to have sex with this woman? Well, apparently, there's a personal trainer by the name of Justin Tway. Justin Tway. <laughs> Either that or he's deaf. You don't have to listen to her crap. Well, that's, that's well, more likely. It's funny, though. He, uh, of course, somebody came to him right away because I guess they weren't really keeping uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, this guy weren't keeping it, this affair uh, any, any it wasn't really keeping it as a secret <laughs> by the way John before you continue I just want to be sure this is good God fearing Christian lives lives and dies by the Bible Marjorie Trailer Park Green yeah so there you go okay. that's the very same I, one just to be clear just to be clear, I don't want. And the and the while the other one uh, while the other one there in Colorado, Bobo uh, uh, has a husband that decides he wants to show off his little winky to uh, to uh, young girls. But uh, that's another story. Oh, by the way, uh, the, by the way, they did an interview with one of the girls at that bowling alley, and the uh-huh. po- and the police asked for a description. They said, "Well, well, what did you see?" And the one girl said, "Well, it looked like a dick, only smaller." Thank you. I will. Uh, I will be here all week. Cue that up for. Uh, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, not, I, I'll, I'll have to preface this as saying that not that I'm saying that Trailer Park Green is good looking, but you have to remember, for every good looking woman out there, 
there's some guy that's tired of taking her shit. That's right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, cards and letters. Wichita Falls. That's right. Now, let uh, speaking objectively, and now we're just going to go based on looks alone. And get you get ready to send your cards and letters to all of us because this is about to get stupid man-like. All right. Taking taking her for what she is. She is a reasonably fit, not completely, she's not troll-like. She's close, no. but she's not troll-like. She's got the long blonde hair. Whether it's real or not, eh, I don't know. Not completely unattractive. Especially if you're some trainer in some podunk town in West Texas. Uh, you know, and, and you know... Somebody says hello to you, you know, <laughs> seriously. And, and this, this is enough. This is a swing. <laughs> so don't discount the fact. Look, the difference between men and women, as far as, oh, you want to get laid? Man, a man has to work hard at it. A woman just says, hey, you. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for what it's worth, that's, I, I don't, I'm not surprised. Well, this uh, Justin Tway uh, commented uh, after the fact that said everything with her, uh, he said he wants nothing to do with that woman. Uh, Everything (laughs) with her comes to no good. There you go. This is the guy that's been having the affair with her. Right. Right. Ah! The guy having affairs is uh, this bitch is nuts. So you're no good, Justin Twain, Justin Time, Justin... Just in the nick of time, just in, I, I, I could keep going, but I can't. Uh, yes, you could. You could. You could. Um, I could. No, but, but to your point on that, I have never uh, been, you know, this whole, you know, Lori watches these, these, these damn real housewives of <laughs> uh, South Bumfuck Egypt or wherever. Uh, you are fine. One thank you. For thank you. I was ask for that. <laughs> and you know, all of them are you know platinum blondes, and all you know. The, I wouldn't give you five dollars for the lot of them. That's you. And two fifty because well, now, now you're talking. <laughs> only because every each and every one of them come with this attitude this whole and oh my I, I could never handle that I could never and Marjorie Taylor Green in my opinion is is the same way forget the fact okay she say well you have something against strong women it has nothing to do with whether or not she's a strong woman it has everything to do with the fact that her little her little attitude uh is just it's it, it's and she's so phony. All right, John. This, uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm. I can't believe I'm about to do this, but I'm going to take her side on this for a second. <laughs> Good luck now, with that. Now, first off, John's had a massive crush on her since like. Oh, kiss my furry white. <laughs> but now we see Marjorie Trailer Park Green on TV, and we see her doing all these this outrageous stuff. She's a nut job. <clears throat> But if you're living again in out of the way small town Podoc, uh, 
Eastern Texas, Central Texas. You're living in no, some... no, East, East, Eastern Texas. Eastern right. Texas, <clears throat> and uh, and some. You're in a bar, and you you know, look, you work at the local for the local mechanic. You know how to fix a car, but you don't know nothing else. You're not interested in beer anything. Beer goggles, like, beer goggles. You're having a beer, and this little blonde walks in. And starts telling you, "Oh, I love cars, and why don't you?" And next thing you know, you're uh, you're doing a horizontal bump out in the parking lot. She can turn it on and turn it off if she chose to. If this guy doesn't know who she is beforehand, she's just a blonde who uh, who likes me, and she wants to play uh, bought the baloney. And this this should actually be something we're talking about more. In hour number two, but I do have a retort to that. You do not oh, have a retort. You have a retort. I had my retort I, removed when I was a kid. I doubt you have well, yours. They didn't get it all, unfortunately. <laughs> but look, I had when I was Jesus in my early twenties. You were never Jesus, or in your early twenties. Yes, it happened. I just did wind up pick, I did wind up picking up a girl like that in a bar one night and wound up whatever. Here we go. This you was crabby crabbers. Oh, this wound up being the most psycho bitch that uh-huh. I have ever known. Yeah. To the point to the point where uh when I uh yeah. got up the next morning, uh just happened to just have out of happenstance happened to realize there was a knife under the pillow of this of this woman's bed. Mm-hmm. This Which, was no, honey, I'm not talking about you. It gets back to my point. For every good-looking woman, hey, how many times when you were in school did you see the best-looking girl in the world or in the school without a date? There's a reason for that. She's friggin' nuts. Yeah, and well, I, some guys don't care about that kind of stuff. That's, but, that, yeah, well, that, they will after 15, 20 minutes. But, John, know. John, in your situation, you wake up, you find the knife under the pillow. All that meant for you at that point, using the coyote theory, is that instead of having to gnaw your own arm off, you could have used the knife. Gnawed off. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Not and and look, is as we as we pivot away from this topic, I do want to say yes. Cards and letters to all of us. We are being particularly sexist and uh, and yeah, whatnot you're, you're right now. Because right. oh, I'm sure women will come up with the same thing. That good-looking guy is the biggest dumbass I ever saw. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that all my life. Of course, you're guilty. It's uh, just as guilty <laughs> as guys are about that kind of stuff. You know, they'll go after some of the most shallow guys they can ever find and then they wonder so why to, you know well yeah then turn around and blame it on all the men well we yeah. we, we could do we could do an entire series on that <laughs> and, yeah put your boots on this shit's getting deep or at the ready there so <clears throat> i've got my finger <clears throat> on it and the button too oh <laughs> well, <laughs> we we are going to actually go uh, into a little different uh, area here. So oh, we don't no. talk too much about international politics here. Told you. The queen, is, you all, the, the queen is still dead. There's no suspects. Well, do you know that Italy... I will beat that joke to the ground. Please do. 
please, please beat it into the ground and bury it once it's done. Oh, no, it takes nine days to bury it. <laughs> I'll put it on the golf course. You there guys, you go. Here at, the, uh, here, here at the Radio TFI Executive Compound. So apparently Italy has elected. Should we let him keep talking or should we keep interrupting him? No, no, let it go because this story is good. Oh, I know the story, but I'm just enjoying interrupting him now. (laughs) You can play that game. Just remember. Mm -hmm. Knock yourself out. (laughs) So, uh, Georgia Maloney. Ah, yeah. Uh, First, the first female prime minister. Of uh, Italy, Italia. But You're get what you pay for. Yeah, she's also the first uh, right-wing prime minister since World War II. We're talking Mussolini. Mussolini. Qualities. Now, from what I understand, she's not a fan, just an enthusiast. Was she not? related in some way I, something, I don't know if i heard that you know i thought i in all seriousness i thought i heard something like that too she's somehow yeah, great great grand niece or something, something or like another. yeah i can't i can't pin it down i'm not gonna look it up right now cards and letters right. blah 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 but she ran on a nationalist platform uh with the intent to do a blockade to keep africans from uh, uh <laughs> immigrating to italy now that i didn't hear no, I'm not surprised, but and apparently the part the party she belongs to, the the symbol, the logo that they're using goes back to the Mussolini, yep. you know. But you know what they say about Mussolini? He got the trains running on time. So there you go. You know. Yeah, I. But uh, it it becomes a worry because you you wonder now. You know, Italy has been a a strong ally, strong uh, NATO uh, ally, and does this does this mean? I, I guess I don't know. I don't know what what this winds up meaning with the you know with Italy's relationship with the United States because you know we're kind of over here. Uh, we're trying to kick, at least I say, common sense America is trying to kick that exact same type of uh, nationalism nationalism to the curb. Well, that's where it comes from. Everybody out there now is seeing that how it's happened here in the U.S., and they figure, well, what the hell? If they can do it, we can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you, but you see, the thing is, is you're gonna they're going to find out that it really isn't it, it might be. It might wind up catching on in, in Italy. For a uh, while. Yeah. Um, America is, in my opinion, America is a much different beast because we are a nation of immigrants, you know. Each one of us is a nation, you know, each one of us is a descendant of an Yeah, immigrant. all our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in That's the world. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Thank you. Yes. Yes, I gotcha. That's a fact, Jack. But uh, <laughs> but let's face my I'm I'm a first generation on one side uh, on one side yes uh, my father came my father uh, came over from Scotland um, hi hi laddie but uh, it's me back you know, boy 
I think we are a little different here. Uh, it, it immigration is, is is here is a whole lot of a different situation bags, than boy. it is. Yeah, because you can get a free trip to Manhattan and you know wherever else you want to go. Well, don't get me even going on that. Because- <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I was sidetracked. Who's going to Manhattan? What? Where? Oh, all, all the immigrants. Well, not in Manhattan. What was it? Uh, Ellis Island. Cape Cod and yeah. Ellis Island. <laughs> Ellis Island. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about? Oh, oh, recently with the uh, with the. Uh, yeah. Yes, oh, exactly. It was Martha's Vineyard, sir. Martha's Vineyard. There we go. Yeah, and it had something to do with wine. So. But no, but they were sending him to New York City as well. I mean, that's just that little. Why is he stuff. here again? Why is he here? Just to annoy you. Oh, okay. Well, seems <laughs> to be working. It's, it's right on the money. Let me tell you. <clears throat> yep. By the uh, by the way, it's halftime at the Vikings game. What? You knew there was going to be halftime. That's not a secret. Well, yeah, I just thought I'd never mind. Did I give you the score? This leads right into it, so thank you. Be quiet. (laughs) Well. No, do not do the cat imitations again, please. Well, let's see. Let's, uh. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, great one. See, now. Now you can. Remember, I'm the, you're number three on the depth chart here, Bill. Apparently, next man up. <laughs> He's that high. You ain't even get. You ain't even got the right microphone yet. Let alone. Never mind. He's hot. He's he's. The, I thought we had Gerald and uh, well, Gerald right above him. On the- well, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I'm Gerald. Not that high yet, but wait until Monday. <laughs> <laughs> he will be plenty high come Monday. Be plenty high come Monday. Uh, are we done talking about this? Why well, not? It's just, it, it's just that the one thing that uh, gets me about this, and everybody has themselves everything up in arms over uh, the immigrants, the immigrants, you know, and they have the same thing, the same issue in uh, Italy as they do as they're having here. Right. The skin color of the people trying to immigrate. The immigrants, one of my favorite punk rock bands. Oh, they were fantastic. Uh, I had a story I was about to tell, but now I'm not going to tell it. It's been Bill mentioned getting high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, saved, I am number one. I, I, I saved your life. How? I changed my mind. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, okay. I got a good. I got a good one for you, real quick. Real quick. Uh, I was going back and forth on taking my wife to work. One day, I said, "I'm going to take you to work." Uh, I changed my mind. Changed my mind. Well, I got up early. She's getting out of the shower. I said, "Well, I'm going to go ahead and take you to work today." And she goes, "What? Do you have a vagina?" <clears throat> See, uh, give me the crickets, John. We don't have crickets, but it looks like we're going to have to. And, because I went back and forth so many times. Okay, never mind. Oh, send me yeah. the letters. Yeah, card, cards. No, that that just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sucked. Inappropriate. Thank no, you. no, no, you no. Had, it, you had to be there. You had to be there. Oh no! Didn't have to be, be there at all. Didn't have to be. Thank you. You got to find it. I have that on my soundboard just because I have to always ask you for it. So, listen, let's, let's, let's. 
Let's not. Hey, real quick, as we go out for this hour, to not uh, to keep in mind that it was the five-year anniversary of the uh, Las Vegas shooting, the mass shooting. Those uh, bitches. Way to go out on a high note, John. Thanks a lot, yeah. All right. I just wanted to bring that up in case so we didn't miss it. We'll be back with more stuff. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I'm going to take a bath. I'll alert the media. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. this out. Hi there, boys and girls. Today, we've got a very extra special friend stopping by to show us all about something really special. I hear him at the door right now. Come on in, Mr. (laughs) McMack. How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to show you. Oh, I wonder what Here it, it is. is. It looks like looks like a, an octopus with a kilt on. That's <laughs> me bag, boy. Ooh, your bag? Hey. Ooh, what? Can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh, ooh. Run your hands out. That's, that's soft. Hey, that's like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Oh, oh, what, what's this right here? That is my blowpipe. You, what What do you do with the blowpipe? You blow on it, lad. You blow, you, you blow on hey, it? Hey, you put your mouth around it and you blow. Oh, can, can I do that? Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddie? Oh, can I? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Come on, lad. You, you, you've got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid. It's okay. not going to break. All right, like, like this? Hey, that's a boy. Oh, Stick it all the it, way down it, your throat. It, it's getting bigger. Hey, oh. that means you're doing it right. Oh. What, what's this over here? That's me chanter. What's, what do we do with that? What you do with that, lad, is you put your both hands on it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Ooh, Hey, hey, run your hands up and down it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to squeeze the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Okay. All together, all at the same time. Okay, here here we go. Good, laddie. Hey, that's good, lad. Sure. That's good, laddie. Keep blowing. Blow harder, laddie. Harder. Squeeze the bag. Squeeze more! Run your hands up and down the shaft! Quick! Faster! Run your hands up and down faster! Blow! Blow! Oh! Oh! What a you are playing on my back! Oh, I like it! Oh! 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 Oh!
You know, I talk about buffets, not because I'm a big guy. No, I'm actually writing a book, Around the World in 80 Buffets. <laughs> and in my research, I found that there are some foods that shouldn't be all you can eat. Like Chinese food shouldn't be all you can eat because you get hungry again. I don't know what it is. They put something in it. They must. Because I order takeout, they're always real happy. Oh, he's gonna be back. <laughs> I give that big boy one hour. Because <laughs> you do get hungry again. What is it, too? And you go from full to starving. There's nothing in between. You go from, oh my god, I can't believe I ate all that chow mein. Hey, look, they brought egg rolls. <laughs> so I went to this Chinese all-you-can-eat buffet, and while the owner, he got pissed. I mean, he was rude, though. He'd come out every hour. <laughs> Son of a bitch still here. Look, he go again! <laughs> he started screaming at me. You're gone now! You're here for hour! Why you here for hour? Do not come here anymore! Why you have spare rib? You're so big! Eat vegetable! Love Chinese food shouldn't be all you can eat. Now, Japanese food. For the book, I went to an all you can eat sushi place. Mmm. <laughs> all the raw stuff I can eat, huh? It was $22.95. $22.95 for raw fish. $22.95, you throw this on the grill. $22.95, I can't eat a dollar's worth. I brought a seal. <laughs> I put him right under the table. <laughs> Another, Another plate, plate, please. <laughs> that, that seal ate buckets full. <laughs> the owner thought I was eating it all, though. Got yelled at again. John Shannon is still muted. There he is. Well, damn it. Damn it. Quit muting me. I got it. was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back. You're just here. If you're here with us, you're just like us. You're just killing time here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network uh, for this Sunday. October 2nd, wait for it, of 2022. Thank you very much. You're thank, welcome thank, very thank much. Like you. So what, once again, from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in 
St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. Over there, to my immediate right, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, the one and only, the incomparable Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kids. I'd like to apologize to everybody for the little technical difficulty we had there. We... uh our, uh, our our normal end of hour one, beginning of hour two video was a little messed up there. But you got to see John John Panette twice. And uh, I will now throw it to our, our John Panette expert, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, from... From... Uh, the one, the only Jolly Rancher. Thank you so very much. Tell us about John Panette. I, you know, that was the guy that you were talking about. Uh, Duh. And it, I had seen that before, and it is hilarious. Duh. And you, you can ask John when we were down here. There were Chinese buffets that looked at us when we came in. <laughs> oh, this going to cost us money. <laughs> oh, hell no. You, you <laughs> That's it. <laughs> How, part of the reason I got to the size that I am was because we went to buffets almost every other day. Yeah. And I walked into the yeah, I was on a I was on a first name basis with Little Country Buffet. And no shit. And later down in Texas to Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. Well, fights one credit for a violation well, of the verbal statute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh no, we my, we had a punch ticket. I think we you know been here 10 times you get one free hell we had more free ones than we did pay for <laughs> my goal was when i went into these buffets literally was they weren't going to make any money off of me no they did not That's the ultimate goal so if i'm going in there and i'm paying my at the time 16 17 for this buffet i was going to make sure that i ate at least 50 dollars worth of food Mm-mm-mm. And sit there and go, have vegetable. Oh, I'm not a rabbit. You round boys. <laughs> Damn so right. That, but I tell you, that is one of the reasons why now at uh, at five, you know, at five, seven and, and maybe a quarter, uh, I'm, I'm up there pushing around, uh, pushing around about 270 pounds again. So uh, it's it's not easy. Great to say. Great Moon Buffet, yes, we do. <laughs> I, I, it, that's just too easy. That was just, I'm not even going to touch that. That was just way too easy. Right, I, there, so there's absolutely no challenge there, and I will not. That's that's Little League stuff. Mr. Shannon. Mr. Shannon, since you are in control here, you are leading the charge. What now, sir? <laughs> we got it all ready. I'm actually keeping a script. Aren't you proud of me, Ed? I am you have no earthly a, idea. I am keeping a script. I am. I am. Can you? Can you believe it? You know, one of these days, I'm actually gonna. We're actually gonna do a show where the technical department gets it right, the graphics department gets it right, the scripting department gets it right, and Fancher's not here. But um, and that'll be the last show of the series. Well. <laughs> 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 I think, John, what you're telling me here is that it's... Is it birthday time? It's birthday time. Yeah! 
wait, 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 wait. Where uh, today, 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 Sunday, Sting. Monday, 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 Monday. Sting is 71 years old today. Ooh. Wow. That hurt. That's uh, I, this is not a pop quiz. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, not, I don't know if I ever knew, but what is Sting's real name? Does his, anybody know? His name is Gordon. Gerald. <laughs> it's Gordon. Uh... Oh, I used to know this. I'm sure he knows it, but it's Gordon. That's I would sure. hope so. That's for sure. I want to say Sims, but that doesn't seem to be right. All right. Okay, Here's so we got to call somebody who cares. Mm-hmm. Really? Send him a card and he letter. Cares. He cares. Okay. All right. So uh, for uh, tomorrow, we got a few here for tomorrow. Chubby Checker will be 81 years old. Now, who amongst us can do the twist? You guys already committed to it. I'm just going to sit there and watch both of you. I look like that damn gopher from Candy Jack. Sorry. He wasn't wrong. Oh. <laughs> wow, John's having a moment here. I'll have to remember to uh, uh, cut that part of this. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, 11, 11 o'clock. One hour, gonna have one hour and 13 minutes. With this. One hour and 13 minutes in. The Twitterverse is going to have a ball with this there. <laughs> now you know why I didn't participate. All well, right. Moving, moving on here. Uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton uh, will be 68 tomorrow. He's only 68? 68 years old. You got, he looks I, like 88. I, well, give him credit. He dropped a lot of weight. Yes, he did. I mean, he dropped yes, tons. Yes, he did. I, I see him all the time on MSNBC, and it's I, look. I didn't like him when I first. I, I don't particularly care for the man. He does some good stuff, but eh, he's not my cup of tea. All right, <laughs> John was um, wondering what to do out. with that. <laughs> Sat there What's like that? you were sitting there looking around, like, uh, "What do I do now?" He's way way for something. <laughs> All right, moving on here. Tommy Lee will be 60 years old. <laughs> and uh, how old will his... Uh... Never mind. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Gwen Stefani will be 53. No, 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 she will not be. That woman, when she wears her hair down and doesn't overdo the makeup, she is just the most beautiful woman. I mean, when when she goes all glam, it's, I mean, she's attractive. Don't misunderstand me. And uh, Blake Shelton, he must have the most talented tongue on the planet. That's all I can say. Uh, (laughs) All right. And also uh, Sunday, Nev Campbell will be 49. Sunday or Monday? Don't Uh, say it. Don't say it. Hey, Sunday. Monday, 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 Monday. That's what you said. Did I? My bad. Yes. Well, if you guys wouldn't distract the living shit out of me, I would not. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. All right. Tuesday, Tuesday. Susan Sarandon will be 76. Really? 
Susan Sarandon, wow. have you ever seen Rocky Horror? Of course. It's just uh, hard. Not hard. beginning to end. What's that? Not beginning to end. Well, she's in it. She's uh, She plays Janet. Damn it, mm-hmm. Janet. Damn it. Uh, the most memorable, the most memorable part, uh, the most memorable role that Susan Sarandon had, in my opinion, mm-hmm. was when she uh, when she played the uh, mom in Pretty Baby. Mm, never saw it. Never, never saw that. Never saw it. Are you gonna you gonna throw Bull Durham right out the window? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. It, it was it okay. was that one scene. Just yeah, that's all, John. I just one scene. One oh, scene. No. So in other words, you wore out the VHS tape. Pretty much. Play, play, rewind, play, rewind, play, rewind. Exactly. Moving on, John. Moving on. On Wednesday, Kate Winslet will be 47. Oh, no, she won't. Forever 21, baby. Forever 21. And now here is is my definition of cute when it comes to actresses. Uh, On Thursday... Elizabeth Shue will be 59 years old. Again, Forever 21, adorable as all get out. A good actress. Now, make no mistake about it. But she, you know, she was adorable. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorites. I still think she was uh, she was miscast in, uh, uh, what was the Tom movie, bartender movie, Cocktails? Yeah, cocktail. I, I like the movie. No, she was. Don't get me wrong. She was very good in it. I just didn't feel like she had any business being there. It just, it just wasn't for her, in my opinion. But duck, Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, whose idea was he? Is he here with you? He's not here with me. <laughs> He hacked, I, he hacked into the server. I did. I thought you brought him. No, I thought you brought him. I'm a virus. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the score of the football game if you don't knock it off. Hey, oh, no. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> All right. On Friday. On Friday. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was distracted by the game now. John <laughs> Mellencamp will be 71. Now wait, now, wait a minute. How many of his names are going to be 71? I, exactly. You noticed that Cougar was not mentioned. Well, I didn't know. Well, well, he went He went John Cougar, then John Cougar Mellencamp, and then got rid of now Cougar. John, John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp, because he wanted, you know, John uh, Mellenballs. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Ed's buddy, Va- Vladimir Putin, will be 70. It's just sad that he made it to 70. He may not make it to 71. not make it to 71. He keeps talking about nukes. Yeah, yeah. Much. Uh, and also, uh, Simon Cowell will be 63 years old on Friday. What? Wait, wait, wait a second. I'm older than Simon Cowell? That'll teach you. By, by about seven months, but Friday is Friday's the 7th. I am older than him by. Uh, now I got to do math. It's ten to oh eight, god, eight months, eight months. All right, <sighs> Saturday. We got a couple of months Saturday here. Oh, Sigourney Weaver there. will be seventy-three years old. For, forever hard to begin it. Freeze her in Ghostbusters. She was adorable. Oh, oh, absolutely. My girlfriend's in bed. She's four feet above the bed. Above bed. 
he's a dog. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, also on Saturday, Matt Damon will be 52 years old. Excuse me. What? Wait, when into that? Crashed up on that, huh? Oh yeah, I got a little choked up on it. You right? Wait a minute. Exactly. Let's do Matt Damon again. What? What was the hold on? What was? What did we do wrong? Because I just. Oh. Are we done? We're done. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. And many more. And many more. Well. All right. Well, well, are you well, ready? Am I ready? Are you are you ready? The question is, are you ready? No. As ready as I'm uh, gonna be. Bill, are you ready? Always. You sure about that now? Not really. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, naked bootleg Shannon, and Bill, where the hell did they bury the Queen Fancher? Gerald, the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it, with a two or three point conversion, if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. Another fine and exciting week. I had looked forward to coming on here and and bragging about no, you have not about how uh, my team had won two games. Since we last saw each other, but that didn't happen. So let's let's recap the scoreboard where we stand now. Look at that! Would you look at that? Who's who's in the lead? Why I'm in the lead with eight points. John Shannon follows behind me with six. Bill Fancher somehow managed to screw together, put together three points, and Gerald has Screw two. You, Gerald. Let's take a look at last week's picks. Uh. Again, John, John managed to win the one game. Uh, both of his, his teams, his Minnesota Twins and the uh, Kansas City Chefs, didn't help him out at all. Meanwhile, I swept the board. Uh, that Buffalo game was tough. That was tough. Uh, meanwhile, Mr. Fancher, once again, Kansas City, eh, he won with the Cincinnati Bengals, who cheated and beat my Dolphins on Thursday night. Again, picked up another point by uh, boy Philly just whooped up on those those commanders. Gerald went for two on two games, got wiped out. He he got swept in all of the games that he picked. So let's start out, John. Let's start with your picks. Let's see what you got there for us, pal, this week. All right. Well, I'm going to go in reverse order here. Um... The uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, go into what might be a little soggy uh, uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> that game was actually, at one point in time, it looked like that game might actually show up uh, in Minnesota. In, in Minnesota. Miami. No, no they were up there thinking about playing it here. Oh. oh, yeah, nobody's playing there, so what the hell. 
but uh, none, but nonetheless, uh, uh, no, they were able to get the game off or going to get the game off uh, tonight. Uh, it was a pick 'em, according to uh, the uh, ESPN. Really? Yeah, it was a pick 'em. So I picked him. I picked those Chiefs. Uh, Great googly moogly. Um, the uh, Cowboys are hosting those Washington Commanders. Uh, I don't even know what the original spread out is uh, was on it, but the Cowboys were favored. Um, anyways, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to go for two picking the Cowboys here. Cowboys by 13 and a half. You hope. Over the Commanders. You hope. All right. And as a game that uh, now is just past halftime in uh, London, of course, I make these picks in advance. And I'm not letting on letting on to anything here. But uh, I have picked my Vikings to be a uh, plus, or excuse me, giving up three points against the Nolan Saints. Yep, yep, yep. And that three points uh, is actually because of the... Uh, uh, never mind, I had a joke there that just fell apart in my head. Young young Mr. Fancher, are you ready to tell us your picks for this week, sir? Yes, I am. Let's, let's hear all about him, Bill. Okay, I'll, I'll save the best for last. <laughs> I'm taking the... I'm taking so what, the you're not going to say anything? Minus- yeah, no, I just, you'll get it. Uh, taking the Eagles, minus six and a half against them Jaguars. And I'm sticking with Johnny on this one. I'm taking the Vikings, minus three against the Saints. Uh-huh. Saints are beat up right now, so that, we'll see how it plays out. And, and the yeah. New York Jets. Why do you keep saying that to me? I could care them less. New York Jets. I'm actually... Taking the Jets, yeah, give are. me the points, three and a half over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, 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 well. Uh, again, I'm not a Jets fan. Neither am I, but they <laughs> seem to have been an obvious pick. <laughs> well, and that's fine for you. Again, would you like to know the score of the game? No, I would not, please. Thank you. <laughs> are we going to behave? No, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's. Let's go with my picks. I like Tennessee visiting Indianapolis. Give me those three and a half points. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, still my boy. I don't care. He's still my boy. Uh, Seattle visits Detroit. I'm taking those Lions. Getting three, uh, giving up three and a half points, excuse me very much. Uh, Actually, I think that might be wrong, but I'll have to double check that. Meanwhile, those Los Angeles Chargers visit the Houston Texans. I'm taking the Texans, giving up, I'm sorry, getting, getting five and a half big points. So we're very happy about that. Now, finally, let's hear what Gerald has to say with his picks. Gerald? Good morning, gentlemen. After allowing Mr. Fancher to catch up to me last week, we are putting the pedal to the metal, so to speak. Firstly, I am going with the J-E-T-S Jets Jets Jets. They are visiting the Yenzers in Pittsburgh. We are giving up six and one half points and going for two. Next up, we like the Carolina Panthers, plus one, over those Chicago, I mean, St. Louis, no, Phoenix, damn it, Arizona Cardinals. And I'm taking one point. Finally, the Seattle Seahawks visit those Detroit Lions. We're going for two with Seattle, giving up six and a half points. 
There is no doubt in my mind that Russell Wilson will pick the Lions apart. Excuse me? What's that you say? Wilson was what? He's where? Oh, my. All right, seems like uh, not only Gerald made a little boo-boo there, but our graphics department had a little boo-boo as well. No, I, I just looked, uh, and I couldn't believe it myself when I saw it, but I looked and confirmed it. The lie-downs are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I about. saw that earlier. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Arizona-Carolina game. Arizona-Carolina game. Yeah, my, oh, my okay. pick, that's not my, my pick. I got to check. I don't have it open. But anyway, we'll have it all squared away by the end of the day. So let's, let's recap this week's picks. Uh, John takes his Minnesota Vikings, who are playing as we speak, and the score is... He likes the Vikings in London giving up three points. He's going for them Cowboys. Uh, he's going for two, giving up 13.5 points in the AT&T Dome against Washington, the Commanders. And fin- his final pick, Kansas City visits Tampa Bay tonight in Tampa Bay, a rather soggy Tampa 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 Bay. Tampa. It's a pick em game. John's picking his uh, great googly moogly chefs. So there's no point. That's just a straight out. They win or they don't. Bill Fancher, once again, like, just like John, likes his Minnesota Twins giving up three points in New Orleans playing as we speak. Uh, he has become hooked on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. He likes them over the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh getting three and a half points. Finally, likes his Eagles, uh, Fly Eagles Fly, hosting Jacksonville today, giving up six and a half points. Meanwhile, I like Tennessee uh, getting three and a half points visiting Indianapolis. Detroit giving up three and a half points hosting Seattle. And finally, the Houston Texans getting five and a half points hosting the L.A. Chargers. Gerald, on the mean, meanwhile, is is uh, sneezing. Is you. <laughs> Gerald is giving up six and a half points and going for two with the Jets in Pittsburgh. Uh, my Arizona Carolina pick. I think I took Arizona plus one. I got to double check. Uh, the, the, we had a little mix of no. Oh wait a minute, that's that's Gerald. I'm very confused here on that pick. I have to double check it. But uh, finally, Gerald also goes for two, taking Seattle, giving up six and a half points when he thought Russell Wilson was still playing for them, uh, as they visit Detroit. So, uh, so that's it. And you know, if you're going to use our picks to bet actual money, uh, John, John, what is it we always say if for the folks that are going to bet money using our picks? As long as you listen to me, you're you're golden. Yes, oh, said the man in second place. Uh, oh, well. well, speaking you of football, can't win, you can't win every game every every day every moment. You can't. You know, you by can't the, win them all. By the way, out of nine picks we've done prior to this week, I've won eight. Well, you know what? I, I'm damn sight proud of you. You ought to be. Now, to Once talk again. Here's a quarter. Call somebody who cares. <laughs> to talk about football for a little bit. Like I said, I had I had hoped to come into this day bragging, gloating, gloating. Yeah, oh, good gloating. rubbing it in people's faces. We won two games since last Sunday. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, we got some bad information from a doctor. Uh, look, Tua took a good shot last Sunday. He hit his head pretty darn hard. Oh, by the way, Bill, you'd be happy to know 
my uh, my DirecTV streaming went out again last week. Three weeks running. Look, we'll talk about that some other day. But so now the game uh, Monday night in Cincinnati, as as Don Shula used to say it, well, I coach from Miami and now we're going to play Cincinnati. He was one of those. But they were playing pretty well. And, uh, you know, look, I give the Bengals credit. They were they were playing pretty well, too. Uh, it was it was a good game. And Tua took that shot, and if you want, if you if you saw the game or saw the replay, at one point he's on the ground. And he's got his left hand, his throwing hand, in just all sorts of a weird configuration, which Al Michaels later said after speaking to somebody, is it's a neurological thing. Yeah. So he was taken off the field. He flew home with the team, which is good news. And then we find out that the independent doctor that was used uh, last week down at Joe Robbie Stadium, who cleared him, has been fired because apparently he was wrong. He was wrong. Now, do I want to see Tua play? Yes, of course I want to see Tua play. But I don't want to see him play if he hasn't cleared the concussion protocols. Yeah, you don't want to see him end up like Herschel Walker. No, no. I don't want to see anybody wind up like Herschel Walker. <laughs> well, look at that. Herschel Walker just ran on the field in London, thinks he's still with the Vikings. Oh, what do you That's know about that? Man. What do you know about that? Uh, so, no, we're not happy about the loss, but it's inconsequential compared to, you know, yeah, Tua's it's not health. a divisional loss. It, it's just the idea that Tua, look, Tua shouldn't have been in that situation. It appears I haven't. No. So uh, hopefully, and people were pointing a finger at the Dolphins all week. Oh, Tua didn't. You know, they went by what they were told. Well, the bottom line is, if your offensive line can block, it wouldn't happen. Hey, look! Every quarterback goes down and hits the ground. Exactly. Okay, it's going to happen. You can have the greatest offensive line on the planet. So anyway, so our, uh, you know, look, we're, we're hoping for the best for Tua. And uh, look, I enjoy rooting for my Miami Dolphins. But, you know. But there, there's more things to, wow, holy smokes. Look at Herschel run across that field. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. You so, stop and start talking to women. <laughs> Yeah, he threatened to shoot one in the head. Exactly. He threatened to shoot himself in the head. But then the bullet bounced off, and, you know, what are you going to do? John, something tells me we have other things to do here. We do have other things. What do we now? We do. Are we ready to do other things? We are ready to do other things. And now. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, let's get it right into it here with our challenger here from 1972. Here is Argent.
and your uh, here is the uh, returning champion who is actually putting on kind of a impressive little streak of but his own there. Before we from nineteen, hold on, John. Before we do that, whose challenger is this? Oh, for Jesus Christ! Oh, we have to we have to announce this. Sure. Oh, this 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 was Bill's nominee into the fray this week. All right, I feel better now. Go ahead, continue. Do you feel better now? I do. All right. So now here is your champion who has been brought to you by the one and only Ed Van Ness for the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, it, once again, it's uh, Norman Greenbaum from What's that? I had a I had a little gas issue. Oh, I'm TMI. <laughs> All right, are you ready for this? Uh, are you ready for this? I am ready. All right. In this case, Ed doesn't know the. Uh, I do not. I have no doesn't clue. know the result. He Here, does not. Here's what I knew. Back on about Wednesday. It was a lot closer than I would have liked it to be. On Twitter. I don't see the face plant. So I have no earthly idea. Well, here we go. Here we go. Here is your winner. And still. Champion. Here it is. Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky from 1970. Yes, the best. When I lay me down. 
champion once again uh so, spirit so, in the sky from so, norman so, greenbaum so i've tallied up the votes again and i don't accept it no no so you, you, you didn't win i'm calling in the, i'm calling in all the ballot boxes and i'm gonna get these fake electors kicked out of there and this no no this no, isn't I, gonna stand and we're gonna storm the office in new york the radio tfi towers get your pitchforks and everybody let's go march on in all right. This is going to so, be every here, week. No, uh, just this week. Every week he loses. <laughs> so, John, as always. In other words, every week. Let's let's hear the numbers. All right. Well, here are the numbers. And because I know you like these numbers, oh, oh, I've I actually will. compiled them for you That's my ahead boy. of time. That's my boy. Oh. All right. So, Spirit in the Sky won for a total, uh, in total, by... Fifty-three point six percent in total. Oh, wait a minute! I told you all I need is eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty more votes. That's all I'm asking so, for. Come on now. So, so we so, got so we got fifty-three point six percent of the vote. Okay, on Twitter. Wait a uh, minute. Answer my question. A total of fifty-three, fifty-four percent of the vote. So right. it was close. Right. It was reasonably close. Very, very, That's very. That's why I close. want to recount. Yeah. Here. All right. Suck it, on Twitter, boy. on Twitter, Spirit in the Sky won by sixty-three percent. Wow. Jesus, them Twitter people are nuts. But that, what that means is on Faceplant, on face, the crap out of it. On Facebook, actually. Um, Hold your head up. Actually, one one by fifty eight percent. Fifty eight to forty two. Right, so it's just the two different peoples here. Yeah, exactly. So in other words, all you need is two or three votes. You exactly. Wanna, you want to get on the phone? And and... Yeah. Let me get it, figure it out. Well, I start dialing in front of me here. All right. So, well, so, so hold so hold on yeah. a second, Bill. Do you just okay. want to claim victory? Yes, I do. Okay. I won. Play the song. No, please don't. I don't even want to hear six minutes of it. So, <laughs> play the song I, if you think you want. I did not mean for a six-minute song to come on to. The, if I'd have done that, I'd ask for "Stairway to Heaven." 
or American Pie. American Pie. Yeah, now, I want go- I want to say this before we play because now it's John's turn. John, John, put the papers down. We can't see you. Actually, keep the papers or, or keep them up, one or the other. Uh, so now <laughs> I am going to say this about the Challenger coming up. I love this song. This flies in the face of <clears> what uh, what's his name, Chris uh, Cuomo. What's his name, John? Chris uh, Chris Walsh. Chris, Who are you from, talking about? from the radio station. Oh, Chris Murphy. Chris Murphy. I apologize, Chris. Mr. Murphy. This flies in the face of what he told you. It flies directly in the face. But shall we move on with our challenger? All right. Here is our challenger. From, from 1992, oh which is totally out of my realm. It's so Sir Mix a Lot. She looks like one of those rap Baby guys' girlfriends. But, you know, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt is just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look, she's just so black. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up tough? Cause you notice that butt was stuffed. Deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I wanna get with ya and take your picture. My whole boy's trying to warn me, but that butt you got makes me so horny. Ooh, rump a smooth skin. You say you wanna get in my bins? Well, use me, use me, cause you ain't that average groupie. I seen her dancing to hell with romance and she's sweat, wet. Got it going like a turbo vet. I'm tired of magazines. Send flat butts all the thing. Take the average black man and ask him that. She got to pack much bags. So, fellas, yeah. fellas, yeah. Is your girlfriend got the butt? Hell Tell yeah. her, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake, it. shake that healthy butt. Baby got ballet. Here's my scandal. I want to get you home and uh, double up. Uh, uh. I ain't talking about Playboy, because silicone parts are made for toys. I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Mix a lot's in trouble. Begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking at rock videos. Knock me bimbos walking like hoes. You can have them bimbos. I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters. I want to get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya. But I got to be straight when I say I want to. Till the break of dawn. Baby got it going on. A lot of simps won't like this song. Because them punks like to hit it and quit it. And I'd rather stay and play. Because I'm long and I'm strong. And I'm down to get the friction on. So ladies. Yeah. Ladies. Yeah. If you want to roll my Mercedes. Yeah. Turn around. Stick it out. Even white boys got the shout. Baby got back. Selection. 36, 24, 36. <laughs> 
only if she's 5'3". So your girlfriend rolls a Honda, playing workout tapes by Fonda. But Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. You can do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Some brothers want to play that hard role and tell you that the butt ain't gold. So they toss it and leave it, and I pull up quick to retrieve it. So Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down with that, cause your waist is small and your curves are kicking, and I'm thinking about sticking to the beanpole dames in the magazines, you ain't it, Miss Thing, give me a sister, I can't resist her, red beans and rice didn't miss her, some knucklehead tried to diss, cause his girls are on my list, he had game but he chose to hit him, and I pull up quick to get with him, so ladies if the butt is round, and you want a triple X throwdown, dial 1-900 mix a lot, and kick them nasty thoughts, baby got back. Now that might just make it on Twitter there too. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> wasn't quite wasn't quite like the Gopher and Jack and Caddyshack. No. <laughs> well, well, Bill is now taking off his headphones. We think he's uh... exactly. I'm refusing to participate. I'm protesting. Ooh. I want to see the document. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he doesn't want to participate. <laughs> now I want to see the document. Now I got questions. Oh, I'm sure you do. I got questions because, ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, I did not see this one coming. When 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 John sent me this, uh, I was like, okay, that's <laughs> that's an interest. I didn't comment on it. I didn't, you know, I, I just. You know, I need the information so I can put it together and, you know, have the graphics and all that and the song up and ready to roll. But I didn't see that one coming, and I'm happy. I'm happy. So, uh, uh, by the way, Bill. Once again, I venture out of my comfort zone. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Went ventured way out of my comfort zone for this one. Did you ever? Did you ever? So. Was a knuckleball in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so Bill, that means next week you have to come up with another song. You will be, excuse me, you will be the challenger again next week. And so I shall. So you shall. Remember, you can't pick the same song twice or one that we've already used. Well, duh. I'm just saying, you know, you're you're, you're already accusing us of uh, finagling and and cheating and. You know, I'm not accusing you. I'm accusing John. He's the one that accumulates all the. Oh yeah. Number. Oh, I accuse him of cheating on a weekly basis, whether we're doing anything <laughs> or not. <laughs> Don't matter to me. He's been cheating on the football picks for at least two seasons that Years. we know of. This chucklebutt has won like three weeks in a row, and he's already uh, and he still. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. I'm cheating. Oh, I'm getting ready for the big to to claim uh, uh, the votes were miscounted. When when Norman Greenbaum finally has to step down, I mean, I know one of you would have cheated, 
and if it won't be this week, and if it's Bill's turn, I'll swear it was you that put him up to it. Jeez. <laughs> I'm going to get a shovel out and just start digging this week. I'm going to find me something. Remember, Bill, you got to find something that the folks like. Just don't go for obscure. Go for No, no. I, you know, I, I, I've already got one in mind, but, you know, we'll I, see. And, and you have to realize, which is something I had to kind of come to grips with, is that this is a battle of the one-hit wonders. Not everything that I liked back, you know, in dur- during my days. Uh, not, it's, it's, you know, we don't all have the same tastes in music, and right. I was getting in a little slump with some of the some of the ones that I liked. So I had to kind of venture out a little bit and maybe find something that might have been a little bit more. Well, now I, I do have a question on this because there there seems to be some form of misunderstanding of the term one hit wonder if you are a true one hit wonder one song and you were gone that's right you weren't heard from again but now i will give the fact that rod argent didn't disappear from the scene no no it's the entity that that was his one hit that right that's his one hit. It made the top forty. Now you can also we uh, we've discussed this before. Derek and the Dominoes, right? Probably okay. the greatest song in rock and roll history. No and question. It's be considered a one hit. It's wonder. a one hit wonder. Forget what Eric Clapton did. You know, blah blah blah. As a group, that was all they could muster. So mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say something to you, and I, I can't remember what the heck it was. <laughs> it was really good. It was really funny too. And oh uh, no. But you'll you'll pick your song. You'll you'll figure it out. And uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. Remember, we had "Seasons in the Sun" by Terry Jacks do what about a five or six week run, John? Well, I know it was on a roll. It really and, was. Uh, and the night the lights went out in Georgia. Good I God, go figure. Yeah. So you know, and honestly, while I'm happy that my choice "Spirit in the Sky" is now that's like week four. And I'm not knocking. I've always liked that. No, I mean, no, they're, they're song, all good so, yeah. songs. Nobody's not. Yeah. I just don't. I wonder sometimes. And what we put it up against. Uh, I still don't understand how a Baja Men with Who Let the Dogs Out lost. But... <laughs> and by the way, I've got my challenger locked and loaded. When my time comes, I've got mine locked and loaded. It's been sitting. I've got an inkling of what I'm looking at. It's been sitting in there now for weeks. Weeks. i got to dust it off this week, if you know what I mean. Okay. By the way, one more thing. Should uh, Baby Got Back continue on, we do have a version of it without the uh, the young lady in the beginning. Well, that's, uh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> we, we put that together last night, but, but we got to play the full original one at least once. And, uh, and, uh, well, what do you know about that? Hmm. So things are getting interesting in London. Let me just leave it at that. Shut up. I will not, <laughs> not, not for another four minutes. No. Oh, okay. Well, pass on that, please. <laughs> oh, so, you don't want me talking about the game that's going on right now that I'm watching that I have very little interest in. All right. Oh, oh, so Bill could reach through that screen right now. 
<laughs> he take we, my chubby little neck and just squeeze the come to a point of celebration here on this show. We have oh, where, where we can actually reduce uh Donald Don't say reduce the fat man. <laughs> where we can reduce one uh-huh. Donald Trump yeah. into a comedy. Nothing more than a comedy bit. It's been that way for seven years now, at least. Well, we we've we thought of him. We've always thought of him as a as a threat, but quite frankly, at this point in time, he's nothing more than just someone to is very fun to parody. By the way, so, by the way, we had gotten through the entire show without talking about him. I know. He's kind of like gluten. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. We got a couple of clips I want to play here for you real quick. I hope they're real quick because we ain't got a lot of time. Give you a little chuckle. We only, oh, got, no. we only got a minute and a half. Here we Rock go. I want to thank everybody. You guys have been... I don't want to see you next week at another place, okay? We've seen you enough. But I just want to thank everybody, the first responders. Uh, on behalf of myself, our vice president, Melania really wanted to be with us. She's really... It touched her heart what's gone on, and we've seen the devastation. We're going to see some more of it now, unfortunately. And Melania really wanted to be with us. She's really it touched her heart what's gone on, and we've seen the devastation. We're going to see some more of it now, unfortunately. And I, I have to say that... And now for those on the radio, uh, as, as he's saying that, she is standing literally right next to him. Exactly, and he is—he is as clueless as they come. Uh, thank you, John, for sharing that poor audio and an even worse picture. John is muted for some reason, and uh, oh, I can, sorry about that. I, oh, I went the whole damn show without screwing that one up. Yeah, but, you did, but you know it's okay. You got it in right. the last minute. It still all counts. Right, here we go. Last, last second here. We'll go out with this here. You got 20 seconds. I needed money because I had none. I fought that war and the war won. I fought that war and the war won. Hey, Karamba. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him. <laughs> The intent was there. The intent was there. That was beautiful timing. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for sticking with us here for another week of the Taxi Stand Hour and just killing time here on Radio TFI. We'll be back again next week. I can't tell you what kind of shape Bill's going to be in there. (laughs) Probably going to kick in. But uh, we'll be back one way or another. Thanks for joining us here. For Ed Van Ness, Bill Fancher, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. You go home now. Clear. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions, and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management, and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.